right, everybody. I am here with Mr. Mark Drake. He is a serial entrepreneur here in Dallas, and he's going to share with us some tips on an, a subject matter that I've been, you know, kind of dealing with on the negative side, but he is the positive side of this conversation. So I'll get to what that is here in just a second, but I want to say hello. Say hi. Hey, hey, everyone. Super excited to be here with you, Andrea. I know there's some uh, exciting conversations getting ready to happen, so I hope everyone enjoys um, this dialogue on today. We always have really good conversations. All right, I'm also here with another amazing friend of mine, Miss Anthara Patrice of My Beautiful. Say hi. Hey, guys. All right, so we were all here having um, sort of an introductory breakfast, but uh, as you have to do a lot in business, you kill two birds with one stone, and I'm doing this podcast interview after our conversation as a group with Mr. Mark because it was just the perfect time, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So. Again, excited to uh, be in a position where I am uh, prepared to really you know, share uh, my experience in business, answer questions, and uh, hopefully add some value to individuals that are either already in business for themselves and uh, looking to expand uh, their team uh, or just trying to get started and, and what that should look like for them. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Well, on that note, I want you to just start us off with what exactly it is you do. I know you're a serial entrepreneur, but give us some foundational information, I guess? Yeah, not a problem at all. So, uh, I'm born and raised here in Dallas, Texas, and uh, I didn't realize it, but I was an entrepreneur very young. I started cutting hair uh, when I was roughly 12 or 13 years old and built quite a uh, group of clients, if you will. Everyone in my neighborhood could identify my haircut just based on the type of hair uh, style I would actually cut as far as parts and things of that nature. But then I didn't realize it, but I definitely had the entrepreneurial spirit. And uh, also, I found myself in a lot of leadership positions, both in church as well as in uh, corporate America. And um, in 2013, it just felt right for me to step out with an idea to start a business. And uh, since that time, I've been running and gunning. So, um, you know, with that being said, uh, I formed a company in 2013 by the name of Fanlo, which was originally designed to compete with like the Facebooks and the Groupon of the world. Uh, the idea was for me to merge the two platforms so that people that bought a particular product can share that product purchase with their trusted community, right? To provoke kind of a virtual word of mouth. Uh, it was quite expensive to get that particular concept off the ground, and I'm not necessarily big on debt, though I have it, like most people. Uh, so I decided to bootstrap my way towards it, and I, it really started with marketing. Uh, I met a guy who was uh, developing websites, and essentially me and my partners became his sales force and began to pitch his, uh, his, his particular uh, service and solutions. And eventually he pulled back the curtain, showed me what he was doing, and I was like, wait a minute, you know, this is something we can probably do in-house, and we've been doing it ever since, along with many other things. So uh, that's essentially how I got started, and you know, I'm sitting in front of you today because of it. So that's partly why I wanted you to sit in front of me today, because I know that there is such, and I mentioned earlier that there's a, a negative side of this conversation, and then there's a positive side. And on the negative side, um, what I'm talking about, guys, is when someone approaches you, and they're like, oh, you know, I can help you with that for a percentage of your business. And it turns out that they really just wanted your services for free. Yeah. And so, like a lot of things, that type of industry or the people that travel in that business model can get a bad rap because there are so many bad apples that have fallen from the tree. But you're yeah. one of the good guys. And so that's why I wanted to have you on the show because I wanted people to hear from someone who is doing a really good job at it. Absolutely. Um, to sort of show them what that model or talk to them about what that model looks like. So um, tell us a little bit about that 
part of your business mm -hmm. because I know that you have part ownership in it. at least two companies that I am familiar with. Um, one is spectac Spectacular Car Detailing. Spectacular Detail. Spec and then the other one is Double Amore. Double Amore. Mm -hmm. um, and those are two organizations that I know you are part owner in and you help to promote but there is something that you get on the back, they get on the back end yeah. for you being a part owner in that. So I want you to tell us a little bit about that model so that people understand the good side of mm -hmm. someone approaching them with the idea that they're gonna give you uh, A so that they can get B, but then sometimes they're not giving them the B and they're just getting a bunch of free services. So give us the, the positive, spin on that. Tell us how that works for you. Okay, great. Um, no, this is a great question. So, um, like I mentioned, I started with partnerships, so it was very natural for me to uh, maintain that mindset because I could understand the, the ability to leverage talents and abilities. And so, um, I, because I own a digital marketing agency, one thing for sure, every company needs marketing. So I've been able to step in arenas where and have conversations with business owners that could afford my service and those that couldn't. But I always had a heart for those that couldn't because I just believed in their business model. So speaking with my team, one of the things we concluded was that you know these guys are in a position where they are they're making money. They're not making the type of money that they, that they want and that they can actually um, are used to afford our services, but they are making traction within the market. And after engaging in conversation, watching them online as far as their activity, their hustle, amongst other things, it made, it made perfect sense for us to shift the way we thought about how do we exchange value. Right, because one way, of course, is transactional by way of monetary means. The other is through essentially sweat equity. Right. So, based on that, we came up with a concept where we would focus on kind of the Shark Tank model. Right. Versus going in saying, you know, for five percent, ten percent, twenty percent of your company, uh, I will give you twenty, thirty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand, whatever that number is. It's, we have committed to providing you with our gifts, our talents, our tools, our resources to put you in a position where you can ultimately go to that next level with your organization. So we provide everything from digital marketing to accounting. Also, we focus on uh, delivering uh, sales. So these are the key areas that every company needs in order to really grow their business. And so uh, being able to identify the ideal company, I think, in this regard is very important. Uh, these are people that are already making money, they're already influential within their space, and they're growing, but they're not growing at the rate in which they like. But these are the ideal people for us because we know that they know what they're doing, and they just need our support to help them inch forward, right? And so uh, that's essentially what we do, and uh, it's worked for us, which is why we've been able to acquire uh, so many uh, relationships with this particular model because we know, number one, again, people need marketing and number two they need a team you know you can't do business alone if you really want to grow and so as long as they have that growth mindset I think we're the perfect fit for them so what you're really saying um, to the person who is just getting started in their mm -hmm. business is that a relationship building is very important mm -hmm. and that's one of the ways I would imagine someone can maybe root out that negative 
version of you yeah. because someone coming in that doesn't want to build a relationship, doesn't want to see what they're already bringing to the table, doesn't value their expertise exactly. in the game already, and they just want to come in and say, I can help you, and then they're not offering anything in exactly. return. Yeah, exactly. Everyone that we're partnering with, we've, we've known, we've built relationships with. Like I said, we're monitoring them online to, to vet out what they're actually doing on the business side. We've had uh, consulting uh, and serve as an advisor uh, for them as well regarding different strategies that they've tried to incorporate within the market and within their space. So, you know, there's a lot of variables that go into being able to, you know, make that decision to partner. But one thing is clear is that, you know, you definitely want to deal with people who have high level of integrity. They also have a value system and that they incorporate in, in, and it's very organic. You're not necessarily um, inquiring about it, just through natural conversation. You can hear their value system. You can hear their work ethic. You can uh, really ex experience vicariously what they're going through because they're, they're confiding so much information to you from a consultant standpoint. That all those things play into the decision of, you know what, I like you. I love what you're doing. I believe in your product and your service. Let's partner up, and this is what it can potentially look like. So that, awesome. that makes a big difference. So then you can also be considered somewhat of um, a mentor for these younger business owners, not in age, but just the age of the business, right? Mm -hmm. So someone who's just getting started, someone who you know, may have that superpower of A, but don't know how to monetize yeah. superpower in, in the right way. Yeah. So you could also be considered somewhat of a mentor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I really pride myself. I've never really gave myself the title as of until recently of, you know, uh, a startup coach, a startup business coach. And so, oh, okay. yeah, it, it definitely is needed. I mean, any experience in business, uh, whether you've been in business a year or you've been in business 12 years, it really doesn't matter. I mean, once you get exposed to the inner workings of business, you can add value to anyone. And it's never too, uh, never too old to learn. And I think anyone starting out in business, especially those who have had no ex exposure to like corporate America, so they don't understand the structure, they don't understand the back, the front and the back office. Once you get that understanding, you know, you can always add value. But if you lack that exposure and understanding, then you definitely need somebody uh, to team up with you to kind of coach you through that process. And for uh, many of our partnerships, that's what I found myself doing. That's just, the role yeah, exactly, like exactly. Which, you know, so we're not necessarily at the phase where we're rolling up our sleeves doing the marketing. There's still a lot of development that is going on. And because of the experience that I bring to the table uh, from the corporate side, as well as running the business now for seven plus years, uh, it puts me in a position to definitely have a lot of value on both ends, understanding how to approach your audience and your, from a marketing standpoint but also have to run the operations on the back end because that's very important as well. So what would you say if we had to list, mm -hmm. you know, some of the things that a smaller company, someone just getting started, what would be some of the things that you would kind of warn them against? Like, don't fall for these okey-dokes. Um, well, from a tip standpoint, I've been trained to always be skeptical of any and everything and everybody, uh, to be honest with you. And so you really have to have a certain intuition when you're going into business, and you have to be able to really stand firm with the business model itself. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing, right? So to step back, tip number one would be to definitely um, you know, go into the market with a certain level of skepticism, meaning it's, it's, you're automatically optimistic because you 
you know, you You're came, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly right. It's, it's very natural. But at the same time, you have to be skeptical because your buyers are going to be skeptical, your investors are going to be skeptical. They're going to come asking tough questions, whether it's directly or indirectly, that you have to be in a position to answer, right? And so, and, and also answer from the standpoint of it's a problem, so I need to have a solution for it. So though you may come up with a grand idea, the skepticism behind that idea allows you to become the customer become the investor, and to be able to pinpoint areas of opportunity that can ultimately fix a problem, meet a need, and I think that's very important that you have. And you take that same mindset into the relationship, into the networking, because as you're sharing your concept, those individuals may, people may have questions, and they may challenge your concept, and that's why I segued into, you really have to stand firm in why you started in the first place. You really have to know what problems that you're working to address because I've seen so many entrepreneurs toggle from left to right with their business model and they said to me they never really had their footing in the first place. I wonder who said that before here on PBN Style that you should know yourself and what it is you're doing and your why. Hmm. Oh, that was me. Go keep going. Okay. Well, that's really good. Well, it's, 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 it's sound logic, right? You really have to know those things. And so, so those will be my first initiatives. But I've also encouraged people to really start to assess their circle to determine who else could potentially add value in helping them move the, the, the concept forward, even if it's for a short period of time. Because really, it's very difficult. Well, let me back up. It's not necessarily difficult. But you can cover so much ground if you are doing it in a community type of environment, whether it's you and just one other person, right? Because then you have another individual thinking with you, right? I've always said two heads are better than one. Yeah, very much so. And so being able to identify talent, I think, is a great gift and need within uh, an individual. And if you're able to identify whether it's an individual at work, or a family member, friend, whatever the case may be, but finding somebody who can help you with those initial um, uh, uh, requirements as far as getting the business going, holding you accountable, all the above, I think goes a long way um, for anybody who's just getting started as well, right? Because we need community at the end of the day. So I think that, too, when we're talking about um, like understanding your why, that first thing, is the, the opposite side of that is how... You know, a lot of people can get tripped up with someone coming to them wanting to help them mm -hmm. and then, you know, basically just wanting to take and not yeah. give because we haven't really tapped into what our value really is mm -hmm. to identify or at least recognize when someone's trying to take advantage of that. Yeah. Forget the business, right? Like, even if you just start the business and someone's coming and they yeah. want a percentage of the business, your business should be based on what your superpower is, what it is you feel you can That's offer good. to the world, what it is you're serving with. Yeah. So if you know that emphatically, yeah. if you know that that is your superpower, mm -hmm. then when someone comes in and is trying to take it, there should be red lights going off. Absolutely. Saying, okay, wait a minute. What is this person offering me in return? Because I know what I have is valuable. Yeah. So what is he offering me or what is she offering me that is as valuable to me as yeah. I know what I have is valuable to this person? Oh, very much so. And that's, that goes back to you know really being able to assess your environment and to understand if I do start to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with an individual is because I've already kind of concluded what value they can bring to the table. And so now it's a matter of starting that conversation to really see 
where they are with the ideal of potentially partnering. When I think of partnership, I'm necessarily thinking necessarily starting our writing on the dotted line, right? Establishing an operating agreement or anything like that. It's really, do you believe in, the, in me first as an individual? Do you believe in also the concept? Because if you can find an individual that believes in you as an individual, I mean, that's half the battle right there. These people will go to bat with you when you're not even in the room, you know what I mean? And also, believing in you coupled with believing in the ideal, the business, and so forth, I mean, you're pretty much created a, a win-win situation for you. And as long as they have the energy, which I'm really big on, the, and the work ethic, and the intelligence, it goes a long way at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, and I can I can write a whole book on, on partnership because I've had some great Well, I can't wait to get passion. that. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah. um, so I want to talk a little bit about, too, this, this the value or the benefit is the word I want to use, the benefit to a small business, mm-hmm. someone who, like, they really know what they're trying to serve their clients with, yeah. right? They have a fabulous idea. They have had a handful of people who said, oh, yeah, this is a great idea. Yeah, we want to work with you. But they don't have, they're in this position where, you know, I, I can't, I, I, I can only go so far because I'm only one person, but I need six people to do all these different things. I was reading, I'm reading a book called Do Less, and what it's talking about is how do you determine what your vital few are, and then tell me, and then also what are the two to three things that you do very well that your business cannot function without. Because what it says is 80% of my success, 80% of your success in business is going to come from 20% of the efforts you put in, right? So when when you determine what your 20% is or what these vital few things are, right? It might be, oh, I just, I mean, I'm really good at talking to people. I'm really good at creating content, but social media is not my thing or writing, um, brand proposals are not my thing or you know what are the benefits of what you do for someone like that yeah so um, there's there's really uh, two phases of a business that I, that I define in my head to help things make sense which is you have the marketing and then you have deployment right marketing is I am screaming to the top of my lungs who I am what I'm about and why you should allow me to provide you with my service and no product the deployment is now that I have gotten your attention, now I have to execute right on the deliverables. I have to provide you the service. I have to provide you with the quality product and all the above. And so the benefit of partnering with a company like mine is because we understand both of those. And we have the resources in-house to be able to provide you with both of those particular key components. We can provide you with the marketing, right? We can help you screen to the top of the roof uh, who you are, what you're about, and uh, do it in a way that aligns with your brand message, right? And do it in a way that aligns with your value and, and so forth, right? And so that's one benefit, but also the deployment side because if you are a solopreneur, guess what you're doing? You're wearing all the hats. You're going out to the networking events. You're getting the business cards. You're the one having to pick up the phone and put them in your, your database and send out the email blast. You're the one do, doing the follow-up. You're the one then having to uh, conduct the meeting or schedule the meeting, then conduct the meeting. And then you got to do the service. Gotta, <laughs> the list goes on and You got to clean the toilet. <laughs> you you got to mop the floor. There you go, right? <laughs> so, so where we bring value is that we're able to buffer 
and create and, and, and create a streamlined process that we have used within our own companies uh, uh, and of course replicate that within your organization right so at the end of the day yes you're giving up a percentage of your company but you're becoming more agile you it, things are more streamlined and now you're able to reach more people which is ultimately if you really look at it, you're getting a return on your investment because now you're generating more capital or more revenue right uh, that you wouldn't have necessarily got as quickly or as efficiently right doing it by yourself and that's what we understand to be our value add when it comes down to partnership is that you know we're not just coming in and saying let me do your accounting well that that that's very important right especially if you have payroll or you know you're you want to make sure you stay on the up and up with the IRS very important but you know that's that has a limited scope right and that's more of taking money out of the business versus you know uh, bringing in revenue so but being able to say we provide that we provide marketing we provide sales these are very important areas right and it allows you to stay in your in your zone of genius there you go right yeah so very that, much so I think a lot of us run into that problem yeah. because we do have our zone of our zone of genius but because we have to wear all those hats yeah um, it sort of dilutes the mm -hmm. zone of genius because our energy has to be exerted in all these other areas there and there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. So I think that what I've found so valuable about what it is you do, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show, is because I want small business owners, solopreneurs to hear, mompreneurs, oh my gosh, parentpreneurs, where, gosh, you're a parent, or you're a mom, you're a dad, and you gotta do all this, and you're trying to make a business run, mm -hmm. and you gotta go to work every day. You know, you don't have the time. Sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes it's, I don't have the time. Yeah. So what I really enjoyed about what you do and wanted to share was this whole concept of finding someone who can give you the, the everything outside of your zone of genius, mm -hmm. and then they're asking you for not all the capital up front, because you may not have it yet. And that's True. what I think is, that, I don't think we've hit on that very, very much in the show. So I want you to talk about that briefly before we go, because it's not about for you and your company, it's not about you pay me this much every month. That was the conversation we had in my office. And I was like, okay, I gotta have you on the show because yeah. I want you to talk about this. Because it's not about having, you know, I gotta pay you $150 a month for you to provide me with all these services. The beauty of what you do is you're adding value without taking away mm -hmm. from the revenue or the capital of the company initially. Yeah. You're saying, okay, listen, we're bringing all this in for shares of your company, mm -hmm. right? So talk about that. Yeah, and, and to place it in perspective, we're taking risk on both sides, exactly. right? Even though we're coming in saying, hey, here's where we can add value, for a percentage, um, there's still a risk on our side because, of course, traditionally speaking, we are wanting to be paid for our service up front like any other company, right? If I walk in the convenience store, I can't walk out with, you know, a Snicker say, bar. Hey, buddy, I'll yeah, you. I'll pay you. I'm going to tell everybody about this candy There you bar. go, right? <laughs> so there is a risk on our side, guaranteed. But bottom line, uh, we, we as long as we have vetted out who you are, what you're doing, and it moves us, and it gets us excited, then we know it's a proper fit. So when it comes down to not having to pay up front, I mean, we're very intentional about that because we understand the long-term value. Um, for us, it creates an opportunity for us to support a company that we believe in. At the same time, um, of course, once the company begins to make revenue or if they are already re making revenue, we, would, we get a percentage of that while, of course, adding the value that we do by way of the resources and so forth. And I think it's a fair handshake at the end of the day. I mean, you're still our boss. 
right? So you still have majority ownership, and so you still get to call the shots. If you decide to change the color scheme from yellow to green, you know, that's not our prerogative. Of course, we would have some input because, of course, uh, that's why we're yeah, there. Yeah, we do. But at the end of the day, it's still, you're still calling the shots, all right? It's still your company to run, and essentially we're, we're there to support and provide value where we can. So uh, at the end of the day, companies that have decided to partner with us, uh, I'm sure if they were sitting with her, with us today they can they can highlight our value a lot better than we can right mm -hmm. just based on their own individual experiences but we are relentless when it comes down to uh, ensuring that we're doing our absolute best to um, move the company forward we're relentless with opening up all that we have though we may acquire let's say 20 percent of your company you get 100 percent of ours that's essentially how it works, right? Because we're not going to hold back any tool, any solution, any any value-added asset that we own. Uh, it's 100% yours at this particular point. And so and we will not deny anything as relates to getting you to that next level. That's awesome. So now how would one um, apply mm -hmm. to receive all of these amazing benefits that you offer with your company? Uh, apply is an interesting word. So uh, we well, I would imagine you have to apply because you can't take everyone. <laughs> no, not at all. So uh, great question. They can actually visit us at MMBusinessSolutions.com and get to know more about our uh, business model. And then they can also, of course, shoot us an uh, email at info at MMBusinessSolutions.com to inquire more about uh, meeting with us to learn about what we do. Right now, uh, there is no application process. Uh, the overall business model itself has been very organic and, and we just built a structure around it which has definitely worked for us and so having this conversation with you uh, really helps to validate that there's a, there is a need for what we are doing and we're definitely in a position where uh, we can grow this model so if you are interested uh, after listening to uh, our conversation give us a shout again mmbusinesssolutions.com you can also email us at info at mmbusinesssolutions.com I'll have all that in the show notes y'all yeah. know me I got you I got you you don't have to worry about it yeah. I really appreciate you being on the show with me today Mark I know everyone's gonna get a lot of value from what it is you had to say I know I was impressed with everything and that's kind of why I wanted to have you on the show and I'm glad we got to sit down with my Absolutely. girl Anthara she's gone now guys because you know she's got greatness to go do so I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks again for listening to PBN Style. Don't forget, this is the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. See you next week. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.